With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Beckham Z-Jam down by the seaside. Beckham Z-Jam wins the Breeders' Crown. It's Rock and Run. Mick Wicked on the inside. Mick Wicked to win the Jim York Memorial. Fear the Dragon fights on. Down by the seaside on the outside. Fear the Dragon down by the seaside. Down by the seaside. And Brian Sears gets up to do it. Keystone Velocity getting closer. Mel Marr looking for the line. Keystone Velocity. Keystone Velocity takes it at the and Dan Dubay to win the Potomac Pace. This guy's the Energizer Bunny as they head for the Royal Fire Guns. Here he comes, foiled again. He keeps going and going and going and going and going. You're tuned in to the official podcast of the sport of harness racing post time with Mike and Mike with co-hosts Mike Carter and it's bus 936 and bus 936 on the wings of an angel and Mike Bozich outside heaven rocks but the clock's running out filibuster Hanover wins the Commodore Ferry going and going The first race is actually in progress. My broadcast partner, Mike Carter, is calling the first race right next to me, so that's why I'm kind of speaking in my golf voice right now. But nonetheless, they're getting ready to go to three quarters, and I'm going to try to sneak this broadcast microphone up as close to Mike Carter as I possibly can for the stretch drive. The first race, it's an open trot from Shenandoah. Back of the lead, Foghorn held in balance, crosses over and clears from Tyler Sheehan, and held in balance is taken over the lead by a length and three quarters. Done dealing races in second, Catalyst uncovered third to the outside, but it bruises the lead for the open stretch, it's held in balance. Heaven Balance turns first with the lead, opens up by two on Dundeeland, and as they come down to the finish, it's held in balance to win by three. Dundeeland second, put it for show, 159. And there it is. Welcome to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, we joined the first race in progress, and uh, it was taken by number five, held in balance. And for those of you wondering what the heck we're doing at Shenandoah Downs, we are on the foiled again tour, so to speak. And uh, Mike Carter, go ahead and get your bearings, relax. We'll bring on the show in a few minutes. I know you're doing a couple different things, and. Uh, 
But you should see, ladies and gentlemen, our broadcast location. I mean, we are pretty much on the racetrack. We are on a stage right on the finish line. We'll try to get a couple of pictures for you. Uh, before it's all said and done, and uh, post them on our Facebook and Twitter pages. By the way, uh, you could uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. But let's get a little bit to the racing action. The first race was taken by number five, Heldon Balance, an eight-year-old gelding by Valley Victor of the Balanced Image Mare. Balanced Scale, bred by Steve Stewart, owned by Dudley Thompson and Amanda Stevens. Marner Sheehan, the winning trainer. Tyler Sheehan, uh, the winning driver. Heldon Balance, uh, don't really know what he went off because they actually don't have a tote board here at Shenandoah. It's all basically uh, like a jumbotron, so to speak, in the middle of the infield. But what I want you guys to do, our listeners out there, is I want you, when this horse comes in front of the grandstands to get his picture taken, I want you to hear Harness Racing in its purest form. Just listen. <laughs> And there you heard that the, the crowd, I mean, it doesn't matter They don't have a winner's circle here at Shenandoah And it really doesn't matter who wins the race If they bet for or bet against But uh, nonetheless They give the horse a big cheer Every single time in the uh, when, when he comes in front of us So Mike Carter is calling the races Or a majority of the races today I, I'll call a few if he's if I'm lucky enough for him to let me. But nonetheless, he is calling the action right on the track, right track level, pretty much right on the finish wire, on a stage right in front of the grandstand. And uh, when Mike Carter gets done with the prices, we're going to ask Mike here in just a few minutes exactly how that situation was like. We certainly appreciate everybody joining us. We're broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs. The first race has just gone official. The second race is going to be up in about 14 minutes or so. Foiled again is in the fourth race today. It's an aged invitation of going for a purse of $10,000. And uh, Foiled again is in a five-horse field, four to five in the morning line. And uh, let's take a quick look at the field. Go easy on me, owned by David Sweeney, who will uh, drive Starting from post position number one has 44 wins in his own right, coming off a qualifying win here at Woodstock last time. The uh, two-horse is Highland Hellion, done by Rob Newsom, trained by Rex Watson. Jamal Denson uh, is in the sulky. Number three is Best Dream Seeker, owned by uh, Vicky Peel Sticker and Amy Grunewald. Rick Bertrand trains Corey Braden in the bike. Or Be Blissful, and this is the horse that won four in a row, is a big fan favorite here at Shenandoah, owned by Susan Byers. Jimmy Fires trains Chuck Perry Jr. is in the bike. 57 career wins, and of course, five foiled again with 103 career wins. $7.5 million. He is the richest horse in harness racing history, and he'll be competing here today. Chris Shaw will be getting the drive for the 14 year old uh, Ron Burke trainee, and that is coming up at race number four. I would say probably about, yeah, about 40 minutes from now is when that fourth race will go off. Right now, we're 11 minutes to race two. And I guess, Mike, can you, you, got a, you, got, you got time to pick up another mic, Mr. Carter? <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we got to pick up multiple mics here. All right. So, first of all, let me, let me welcome you to your own show. Welcome in. Mike, <laughs> Thanks, man. Mike, listen, this is your, kind of your, your proving grounds. This is your, your starting point here at Shenandoah Downs. This is where it all started in the business. And here you are a couple of short years later standing on the stage in front of this big crowd here at Shenandoah Downs, and you're going to be calling 
Harness Racing's richest pacer as he looks for win wonder, number 104. This has really come full circle for you in a short amount of time. Yeah, you know, I started here, I think, about six or so years ago, and uh, this is where I got my first start calling races. I call one week a year, Mike. Yeah. Um, one week a year, and then I got hired up for a raceway. I was still lucky enough to be able to call the races here at Shenandoah um, until uh, recently when, uh, you know, you know, things come up as we go on. But when I heard that this weekend was open to call races, um, I reached out to Greg Trotto and I said, you know what? I, I would really like to, uh, if I can, um, you know, try to call for it against race. And it all worked out. Thank goodness. Yeah, it certainly did. And this is uh, this is going to be fantastic. I mean, you're right here, right in front of the grandstands. And uh, this is going to be huge. But we're going to bring in special guests throughout the day. As a matter of fact, Mr. Joe Ramuno. Joe, Joe, come here. Come here, Joe. Can you slide under here for a minute? Or walk over, whatever. Joe Ramuno, and I know Joe from Harris, Philadelphia. And, uh, Joe, I see out there woman up horses all the time. Uh, you actually train a horse now, our Sam, and you're here at Shenandoah Downs. How you, how's things coming over here for you? It's wonderful. You, do, you having a good time here? Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, and Joe, you're a great story because you you battled some health issues a couple of years ago, and I'll tell you what, you're you're looking fantastic, buddy. Thanks, I feel great, man. God's great. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you're a Facebook presence and and uh, kind of a social media presence. So what's going on? Now? What's up in the horse racing business right now? From from uh, the eyes of one Joe Ramona, what's going on? Just uh, buying some new ones, getting rid of some old ones, and getting more new ones. What brings you here to Shenandoah? Uh, just the people, a nice atmosphere, beautiful day, foiled again. Yeah. How does it get any better? How about this crowd? It's wonderful, man. Yeah. Just kind of sovereign in the moment. Yeah. This is beautiful. Joe, listen, I appreciate you joining us, buddy. You uh, you could be warming up a few today, or you just here as a fan? Yes. Got a race today, a little bit later, tomorrow. So, looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for recognizing me. All right, buddy. That was Joe Ramon. Appreciate it, Joe. Thank you, buddy. All right, that was Joe Ramuno, and uh, really good guy there. Mike, what do you got? What are you giving me the mic for? Because you're gonna you're gonna call race two, man. You're gonna, you're gonna uh, take a shot and call ready? the second race. Yeah, we're gonna put you to work for one race. You know, it won't kill you to work a little bit. Listen, you know, you, you got to earn you got to earn lunch today because uh, you, you you said something about buying lunch. Oh, later, uh, so, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Listen, I, I, as a matter of fact, why don't you call this race, and then I'll call. I'll jump in in the fourth. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> Listen, I might have to push you off the platform. Oh, please, listen, we might crash through this platform. <laughs> I'll tell you what, combine a couple more cheeseburgers or a couple more Cheerios for breakfast, we'd crash through this platform. But uh, nonetheless, uh, how is it called in the first race? How, how is it, was it easy? It's challenging when they turn for home. That's pretty much the most challenging part for me. But I'll tell you what, uh, when Four Begins race comes up, it's only a field of five. I shouldn't have any trouble there um, identifying uh, who's who. Do you have a call ready? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I, I'm still kind of thinking about it, but I try not to have a call ready in most cases because, you know, it, it's one of those things, Mike, where if you have a call ready and it doesn't pan out how you think it's going to pan out, it could really screw your mind up. And I would rather not have that happen to me. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, anyway, they're coming on the trail. Why don't you take, take this race, Mike? Here, you take this race. I'll do, I'll do the third. How about that? I'll do the third. What's that? When we call them more sympathetic, we shut you guys right off. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's kind of hard to know when you're talking and working. Do you, do you get paid extra to do that? Hey, sir, stepping out of the racetrack, holding your first race. Well, just keep him off, period. Back to wager. <laughs> <laughs> 
our man Jack Rundy. Uh, uh, we might have to get one of the judges here to interview us. Uh, interview here. Mike Carter's doing the post parade. Uh, let's take a look at the field. Which one, Mike? The two. Kofifi. You know, you know what that's from, don't you? Mike Carter asking me how to pronounce a horse for crying out loud. Let's take a look at the second race field. Four thousand dollar purse exactly the trifecta wagering. Number one, Andrelina Lease by trainer driver Jeremy Bobbitt. Two is Kofifi, and the trainer Tony Lindus who drives as well. Three, Andy's little buddy, and the trainer Leon Harris Tyler Sheehan drives for is a Cynthia Hanover. Number Fred Bunning, trained by Jody Bunning. Roger Plant Jr.'s in the bank. Five, Lemon H. Shine, who lost for the first time. Here last week was previously undefeated. Is nine of ten of the win column owned by fan favorite Susan Byers, Jimmy Byers trains, and of course the leading driver, Chuck Perry Jr. Six sketcher owned by trainer Edward Signal, Billy Carters in the bank. Seven kiss me on my tulips owned by Bethany Gray, trained by Amy Shane Fleming, Justin Vincent drives. And number eight is Cinco the Drinko. Owned by trainer Chris Shaw. We've got a lot going on in this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We are going to take our very first time out of the weekend back. We'll talk a little bit about the second race and so much more. We're broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs. We've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Back in a moment. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check with the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Over the past 25 years, Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Join the revolution at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more information. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org.
Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others. And maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. We're back on post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America Broadcasting Live from Shenandoah Downs. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter, and they have just actually asked for another minute because there is just a huge crowd here today at Shenandoah Downs. I mean, a huge crowd to watch the great foiled again, who will compete in race number four. But right now, they're coming to the gate for race number two, and Mike Carter is getting set to call the action. He got a field of eight. And uh, the gate is starting the roll, Mike, so I want you to do your thing, my friend. Mike Carter, of course, calling the action here today at Shenandoah Downs. A field of eight dollars of two. Win, play, show, exact, the trifecta wagering, a $4,000 purse. And once again, Andorlina from post one, Kofifi from post two, Andy's little buddy from post number three. Jacinta Hanover from post four, Lemonade Shine, who was undefeated since last week, or until last week. When he lost for the first time, a second-place finish. Sketcher from post six, Billy Carter. Kiss me on my tulips, Justin Vincent. And Cinco the Drinko with Chris Shaw with the car. Here's Mike Bozich, race two from Shenandoah. Mike Carter, man. A little bit slow to go. Cinco the Drinko a little bit slow off the wings there, too, as they race on to the first turn. In between horses. It's Lemonade China who comes away with the lead. Uh, Kofifi will take a pocket position in second. Then comes Andy's little buddy at the inside. Third, four lengths off the lead. And Erlina races in fourth. Fits towards the inside as Jason to Hanover as they race to the quarter. Then comes Sketcher. A length and a quarter in front of Kiss Me On My Tulips. And the trailer is Cinco to Drinko. The quarter was 28-1, a snappy quarter time here. As they race on to the far turn for the first time, Lemonade Shine on the engine by a length and a quarter. In the pocket, racing in second as they come down in front of the stands is Kofifi. And Kofifi is content to watch the action about a length and a half off the lead. Andy's little buddy racing from third in the inside. Fourth is Andrelina. Now comes the other flow in the form of Jason to Hanover. Sketcher is second over 
snacks and cons. Kiss me on my uh, tulip. And uh, Cinco de Drinco is the trailer. They went past the hazard 58 and 1. 30 seconds in that second panel. They race up the back stretch for the final time. It's Lemonade Shine with the lead at the inside. Kofifi. Box down at the inside, racing in second. On the outside, here comes Andy's little buddy and Tyler Sheehan. But at the inside is Ander Lena. Outside next is Jay Sinto here over three quarters, 127 and two. Back into the far turn, Charles Perry Jr. steps on the gas with Lemonade Shine. Lemonade Shine on top by a length and a quarter. Kofiti right on the helmet front and second. Now Dinges pops pocket and hoops to the outside. Kofifi's coming up and after. Lemonade Shine for the lead. Three wide for the drive. They sent the hit over the end of the stretch. Kofifi at the outside. On the inside, Lemonade Shine. It's Kofifi, the winner. Lemonade Shine was second. Lemonade was third. 156 and two. There it is. Final time, 156 and two for Kofifi. Once the last race at Harris, Philadelphia, back on August 16th. Didn't flare uh, Fair too well against the likes of Flirtswell and say it's not so. Finished eighth, 22 lengths behind, but uh, was able to get the job done here today. Had post eight in her last start here at Shenandoah and finished third in the same field that Lemonade Shine was in. Fordell said Lemonade Shine and Kofifi. A lot better post here today for Kofifi, and she was able to she was able to turn the pages to get the job done. Tony Dinges, the winning trader driver. That is the second career win for Kofifi. Number five, Lemonade Shine has tasted defeat now for the second straight week. Lemonade Shine. Watch out here, buddy. Tripping over cords here. Lemonade Shine finished second. Settles for second with Chuck Perry in the bike. So that is the way race number two ended up. Final time was... 156 and 2. That is a lifetime achievement in her second career win. And we're going to try to get Tony Dinjasova here. See if I can get an interview with, with Tony afterwards. I believe he's got a horse. I believe he's got a horse in the next race, so should be fairly easy to get Tony over here. As that one is headed back to the winner's circle right now. Three-year-old Philly by Sunbeach somewhere was a, actually a $50,000 Lexington Select purchase spread by Ryan Birch Farm. Sunbeach somewhere, the rock and roll Hanover Ivana Dance. And still awaiting the official. A lot going on here with Mike Carter calling the races. Right here from track level. Calling the races from track level. I said calling the races from track level, buddy. You know, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, my dad's excited. He's got a uh, $20 win ticket, a $10 exacto. He might uh, might do too well here. All right, I'm going to try to get to, I'm going to try to get Tony Dinges over here. Tony is the owner trainer of this horse. I don't know if he's going to have to go back with the horse or not, but He's probably going to have to go back with the horse, so we probably won't be able to get him for an interview But because he is the owner, trainer, and driver of this horse. So congratulations. As a matter of fact, Samuel Miller just passed us by warming up a horse for a later event. And Samuel Miller won a race here last week at Shenandoah Downs at the age of 84. You talk about an accomplishment. 
that is one heck of an accomplishment for anybody to win a harness race behind a harness horse in the bike, but let alone Samuel Miller getting the job done at 84 years old. In case you missed it, we're broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter also calling the races here today. Well, Mike's going to be calling the majority of them, including the great foiled again in race number four in that fine horse field. Don't forget, racing fans, that uh, we do have some contests that we're running here today that we're putting on today. And for those of you that missed it on the catch driver application, uh, we had a post time with Mike and Mike Stinks. And over the course of the last couple of days, people have been posting their photos of winning that particular race. And if you did that, and if you shared it to our Facebook or Twitter page that made you eligible for a drawing. So at the conclusion of this show, we're going to be drawing three names, two of which will win foiled again programs from his 100th win signed by regular driver Yannick Shingra. And the third will win a $25 wager from that America. That's right. Let's bring you up. Let's bring you up. Let's bring you back here, Mike. Mike is doing double duties, calling the action. And, of course, broadcasting here first time on MikeandMike.com. Mike, race number two, we talked about Lemonade Shine. This horse pretty much set the tempo. He tasted defeat for the very first time here last week at Shenandoah, finishing second from the outside post. But how about Kofifi? Post improvement big time from post eight to post two. That's a big, big post improvement over this track. I'll tell you what, you got a huge price on Kofifi at $7.20. Yep. That, that ticket that my dad's got, mm-hmm. he's loving it right now because seven twenty is huge, especially at a, you know, when you see something like that. Uh, Kofifi raced huge. In fact, I think I saw Tony Dinges uh, pull, a, uh, pull a wave as they were going by because uh, Kofifi, <laughs> Kofifi uh, you know, he went by uh, like it was about, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, so uh, congratulations to Kofifi. We mentioned, Mike, this is a $50,000 uh, Lexington Select purchase. Of course, I had a chance to see race a couple times at Aeros, Philadelphia. Of course, it's been doing a majority of his racing at Pocono uh, Downs and uh, with some decent efforts. You know, the race, at po- the race at Harris, once again, he had post position number eight and just got parked the first quarter with Tony Morgan in the bike and never really had a chance at uh, 97 to 1. But uh, I think she really fits well here at Shenandoah, obviously, as she picks up the victory. Race number three is coming up, and we are 10 minutes away from a start. Scratch number one, Warrior's Secret. We're down to a field of seven. Exact to try to affect the wagering, going for a purse of $3,500. And uh, pretty, they, pretty open field here. This is a pretty interesting race. Uh, Hickory Sassy Fast had a chance to saw this horse, see this horse race last time, and uh, she got away with a 32-second second quarter, and she could not hold on. You know, it, it, this race sets up pretty interestingly, especially with the way that the betting board is set up, Mike. You don't see – it's not often you see on a half-mile track post seven and eight are favored. Seven horse right now, eight to five, nine to five on the eight. So mm-hmm. the two outside horses here are definitely the favoritism uh, with Marvelous a Falcon and Flying Monkey. Mike, a horse I kind of like to the inside is the three Dixie at Thunder for Trader Joe. Offit has been second in two starts out at Frederick. Uh, Mike, which is uh, just uh, north uh, east of Shenandoah Downs here. Um, we don't uh, have the official time for him. Of course, those races uh, were raced over a fair circuit. Um, you talked about Hickory Sassy Fest, who just could not get the job yeah. done last week. But, Mike, the track looks like it's in better shape this week than it was last week. You were here last week, and the track was a little bit uh, off because of the rain. Yeah, they, they had a little bit of rain. Uh, a majority of the rain came in that Sunday. I called Saturday where it was kind of hit or miss. 
but uh, there was a lot of rain the day before, so definitely the track was heavy. But I'll tell you what, the track is in good shape. And you know what? Hats off to these guys. This track is, and you've seen this track oh, yeah. when it was basically just a fair track. You saw this track when, what, they could only go like five across? Yeah, they could only go five or six across, and they would always tell people, stay off the inside. Yeah. Stay off the inside. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, what they have done with this racetrack, I mean, this racetrack is just in fine, fine shape. Not, Never hear any complaints about the quality of this racetrack, and it's a pretty fast half-mile track. Actually, it, it's kind of a, a tale. It's either really slow or it's really fast. Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Uh, they went a quarter and 28-1 here, which wasn't too shabby at all. There's no wind, no. and that time went in 56-1. Not bad for uh, for this group. All right. So are you going to let me call this one, or are you going to let me call the fourth? No, I'm letting you call this oh, one. I've already oh, announced sure. it. I yeah, gave you an introduction and everything. Oh, you did? Yes. I didn't hear a big round of applause already. Like. No, no, did you hear a lot of booze? Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. We're going to be getting a couple of interviews uh, uh, through the uh, Daryl Wood's supposed to be yeah, around here somewhere. He said he was going to stop by. I texted Daryl just now. I'm going to see if he'll come by. Yep, D Line Weaver's going to uh, be with us too. And what a job she has done uh, putting some of these races together. But what a job that Shenandoah Downs has uh, done promoting their product. A lot of promotion. And good news, heard through the grapevine, maybe next year that they will be toying with the idea of sending their signal out, which Mike, as you know, is not. Is a very costly venture. Yeah, it's a costly venture, and it's a gamble because you don't know who's going to wager on your product. But I'll tell you what, Mike, full fields here, competitive racing, people really like what they're seeing here. I, I, you know, I can't argue with the full fields and with the competitive racing. Two races in a row now. I mean, it's been sort of fa- a little bit chalky, but the prices have been phenomenal the first couple of races. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what, this is actually, if you're – very, very versed in harness racing, wagering. Uh, come on out and wager because there's a lot of value to be had in a lot of different spots. I mean, there's I've seen horses, Mike, that have come here from Harris, Philadelphia, that completely laid over the fields they've been facing, and they go off five, six to one. Oh yeah, you know we saw it just now, Mike. A horse that's three to one, and he has no business being three to one. So you know if you're you know you're really paying attention. Um, you can find some value. Well, Mike's got to go to work now. Are they playing the bugle? They are playing the bugle. I, I just either. heard it. Well, that's because you got the beats on, my friend. They'll be. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Daryl Wood. You got to push the. You got to push the mic. You turn it on. Make sure the green light comes on. We're going to talk to uh, Daryl Wood yeah, let, with let the. Let me give Daryl the microphone here. Let me give Daryl. Daryl, as a matter of fact, why don't you? Uh... Yeah, I'll take that one. There you go, Daryl. It's the Virginia Equine Alliance, and Daryl, I'll tell you what. The track crew has done a heck of a job putting uh, putting this. Uh, you know, program together and the track together. What's it like kind of keeping the track up uh, throughout the racing season? Obviously, you guys race uh, only a couple weekends throughout the year. It's got to be a project all year round, but I think it's a training facility for the most part. Well, it's, it's uh, as you know, a fairgrounds, and it's uh, used for a lot of other events. Uh, J.D. Thomas is our track superintendent. He was uh, at Colonial for a long time, was at Pompano Park. Uh, fortunate they have them here in Virginia, but I know that during the fair, they a- there was actually the inside rail by the finish line caved in, and oh, I was no. here that day. It was he's they, bottom line. He's done a great job. They've had a lot of rain here, like a lot of places have in the last a month or two. So uh, now he's got it great during the fair races. Um, even the horsemen make comments about how good the track was. So you know, glad to have JD here. Now, Daryl, obviously a lot of great promotions going on throughout uh, the racing season here at Shenandoah Downs, but today. 
the world champ foiled again. Uh, he's been by the grandstand a couple of times, and the roar of this crowd. I think when he when he comes back by here during the post parade, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hear myself think. I've called very minimal stakes action, but getting the call foiled again, it's going to be a lot of fun. But you know, what kind of went? Talk to us through what went into it, how this kind of all went through, who was contacted, and uh, how it came about. Well, it was funny. Debbie Warnick is our uh, horseman's rep. She's brand new, her first year. And uh, she just made a call on a whim uh, to the folks that uh, have foiled again, and they just said yes. And she called me up and she said, Daryl, I just called up, and they just said they're going to come to Shenandoah Dance. It's like, wow, I thought there was a lot more to it than that. So it was, uh, it was amazing. Great folks and, and so easy to work with. And, uh, you know, as you know, uh, Shenandoah has had harness racing here for 101 years at the fair. So there's a lot of hardcore racing fans and purists that appreciate good horses not just being able to bet. So that's what's cool about them coming here is that uh, there will be a real appreciation. Well, Daryl, listen, you guys have done a heck of a job. I know you guys got a lot of promotions going on uh, throughout the rest of the weekend from the Seafood Festival. Uh, there's going to be a uh, petting zoo, I, I read. Uh, Tomorrow we yeah. got live music here and some other stuff. But dance winding down only two more weekends after today. So it's, uh, it's a great scenic part of Virginia. And encourage anybody listening. for uh, we got a couple guys I was just talking to from Jersey. So just to, uh, you know, take a road trip and come on down to the Valley here. Well, one, one quick thing I want to ask you about is the Virginia Breeders' Championships. Those are coming up in a couple of weeks. And you personally got to see some of those races at a Colonial Downs go 47, 48, 49. You know, they come here. Virginia breeding is really prospering. Um, and it's really prospered over the last couple of years. It's going to. For the thoroughbreds especially, we've got a, a residency program that started in the last year. And I know with um, historic racing machines coming to Virginia starting next year, there's going to be hopefully a new uh, surplus, not surplus, but a, a pool of money that can be used. And we want to do this for Harness too, get some kind of residency program, continue to boost the breeding business and, and, and grow this meat from, we've got 12 days this year, but we want to grow it. So, you know, glad you guys are out here, Michael. I know you're sweating in the sun, That's but, okay. it's, but it's the first time we've seen the sun here in three weeks. So, we're, we're loving the sweat. Hey, hey listen, I, you know, I, I was telling Mike earlier, I enjoyed being out here. This is, of course, I got my start calling uh, under you at uh, Colonial Downs, uh, you know, a few days here and there. But, you know, this is where it all, kind of where it all began yeah. uh, for me. And so I'm happy to return. I'm happy to be here. And uh, thank you guys for having me. No, thanks, guys. And uh, we're looking forward for a couple races from now. Awesome. All right. Daryl Wood with the Virginia Equine Alliance. And, uh, Mike, you know, D- D- Daryl helped me you know, in, in a lot more ways than people know. Um, I got kind of got my start, uh, kind of got my start under Daryl Wood. And, uh, well, listen, if you ask him, we called it the hardest track of the country. That's exactly what my <laughs> next question was going to be. Now that I've got both of you guys here, how is it like calling races at Colonial Downs with that long stretch? Thank God for a TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, like Mike, like us, Mike said, coming out of the far turn, um, in a straightaway, there's about 10 or 12 seconds of, of downtime that all you see are heads and you don't see, you don't get away from those heads for about 12 or 15 seconds. So, but it's, it's challenging. It's fun. Um, you know, you, you've what, done it. What, I mean, what was it? 1300 feet from the wire to the top of the stretch, 1350 yeah, yeah. something along those lines. That was a mile and an eighth, wasn't right. it? Yeah. My worst, my worst nightmare was calling thoroughbreds. We had a five and a half furlong 14 horse race on turf. And it was the first thoroughbred race I ever did. And it was just, and it was, it was raining out. It was just, just horrible. But, but real quick before he walks away, he's got the credit. He was the first announcer in the country to call a sub 150 trot. 
the first announcer in the country to do that. So I didn't realize that. Yeah, you were the first one. But going back to our track man, J.D. Thomas, I mean, he authored so many of the fastest, uh, actually, records. Oh, yeah. Because the size of the track. But, um, yeah, the track of Colonial is unique. And, uh, you know, never say never. Maybe Harness will be back there again someday, in addition to Shenandoah, with more money and maybe longer meets needed. All right. Well, fantastic job, Daryl. We appreciate you having us, buddy. Get to work. Super. You guys have a great day. All right. Daryl's a great guy. I'll tell you what, Daryl Wood here at Shenandoah. And, uh, well, we're getting ready for the third race. Again, a field of seven will do battle. I guess I'm calling this thing as Mike Carter has abandoned all microphones. Field of seven will be locking horns. And uh, I'm going to actually jump on the regular mic. So, Mike, I'm going to jump on the regular mic, and I'm going to give this to you. <laughs> We're just passing mics all around here at Shenandoah Downs. They're getting ready to go to the gate for the third race. Four to five on the seven. Marvelous Falcon. Seven to two on the six. That's just how I roll. Mike Bozich with the call of the third race here at Shenandoah Downs. Ponderosa with Tyler Sheehan. Dixie Thunder with Chris Offit. Hickory Sassy Fast with Chris Shaw. March Magic with Scott Hogan. That's just how I roll with Dan Gashaw. Marvelous Falcon with Roger Hammer and Flying Monkey will be starting from post position number eight with Corey Kreiser. It's post time for race three, going for a purse of $3,500. All in behind the Clarence Martin starting vehicle. Race three. Here they come. Off stride three. Dixie Thunder three made a break. Stillamar sets on their way from the outside. Marvelous Falcon moves out for the lead. Towards the inside, moving through now. Amazing Pandarosa. They race around the first turn. Up on the outside, Marvelous Falcon drives up for Roger Hammer. And Marvelous Falcon on the outside moves up to take the lead. Amazing Pandarosa settles down at the second by a length. March Magic races third as they start their first journey up the bank stretch. That's just how I roll. Is fourth at about five and a half lengths off the lead as they near quarter one. Racing in next comes Flying Monkey. They've reached that opening point. 28-3, and, and Marvelous Falcon is up by two lengths now as they round the turn. Amazing Ponderosa, their second by a length. March Magic is third, about three and a half lengths off the lead. Then a gap of three, and that's just how I roll fourth. Racing in fifth at the inside. They make their way towards us for the first time. On top, it's Marvelous Falcon. Hickory Sassy Fast continues in that pocket line. Second as they near the half. A length back third, March Magic. Followed in fourth. Well, that's just how I roll five lengths off the lead. And it's Amazing Ponderosa. Flying Monkey and way behind Dixie Thunder, 58 seconds for the half. And Marvelous Falcon continues to have the best of it. Marvelous Falcon spreads his wings and opens up by three and a half as they race on towards three quarters. Hickory Sassy Fast continues in his pocket by second. Arch Magic continues on a helmet third up the ninth stretch. Two lengths back to that's just how I roll fourth. Flying Monkey's out wide of Amazing Ponderosa, but Marvelous Falcon's trying to break this thing wide open as Roger lays the hammer down. Three quarters, 126 and one. 
Marvelous Falcon leads by seven lengths. Inside, Hickory Sassy Fast second. Mark Magic got to the outside third. That's just how I roll round saves. Now looks for racing room. Flying Monkey is on the outside, but they're all racing for place and show because Marvelous Falcon's lead appears to be insurmountable as they straighten away. Marvelous Falcon is in another zip code at this point. He's going to win by as much as he wants to. Hickory Sassy Fast in second. That's just not what I wrote to finish third. Marvelous Falcon in 155 and one. Listen, not too bad. Uh, not too bad. Here, listen. Take, take the, take, take the radio. Take the radio. You got, you got to do it all. So, uh, listen. They, they cheer. Listen. These fans love everybody, including the horse that finished last by 20. Yeah, they do, and that's the great thing about it. And as a matter of fact, Mike, I love. When these horses come back in front of the, there's not a winner's circle here. They come in front of the grandstands, and I love when they do because win or lose, they all cheer. It's it's all it's harness racing in its purest form, is what it is. All right, Mike, we're about to have some fun. We're going to take a. Over the past 25 years. Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Join the revolution at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more information. has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org.
We're back here at Shenandoah Downs. We apologize for the technical difficulties. And, uh, Mike, uh, listen, while we got a second, let's, let's, we're going to talk about foiled again on track. So, uh, here's a quick interview with Mike Bozic. Mike, as, uh, foiled again comes back down in front of the stands here at Shenandoah Downs, Mike, you got the call. His 100th career win at Evans, Philadelphia. You see him on the track here as he passes the grandstand here at Shenandoah Downs. Talk to us a little bit about it. Well, he's harness racing's richest horse. So, I mean, what can you say? I mean, he's pretty much everything in this sport. He's 14 years old, and that's the amazing thing about him. You don't see horses hold their form for so many years as Foiled again has. He is the Iron Horse. He, we've named him the Iron Horse of our post at Mike and Mike Awards, and he is the ultimate Iron Horse. He is the definition of what a standard bread is all about. You know, a lot of people have asked, you know, that – you know, is it time to retire? Is it time maybe to be done? And the answer, quite frankly, is no. He's still winning races. And he still loves what he's doing, and that's the big thing about Foiled again. We, you know, we talked to the ownership. We've had him on our show post-time with Mike and Mike so many times. And, you know, they say that he loves racing. They say that when they give him some time off and he don't race and he's in the barn, that he actually wants to go back out there and compete. So he's 14 years old. This is, this is by Harness Racing Law the last year that he can actually compete in race. So, you know, what's he going to do in the field? I mean, he's probably going to be racing at his head or something, but this is terrific. I mean, it, it, to see the ownership group of Foiled again take him on this farewell tour, he's going to be around at a few more tracks before he ultimately retires. I believe he's going to be in a New Year's uh, Eve race at the Meadows, if I'm not mistaken. Big, big-time props to the ownership group for doing this, giving a lot of harness racing fans a chance to see the great Foiled again, and we're so happy to have you in Shenandoah. Ladies and gentlemen, as he comes down in front of the stands once again, the greatest and richest standard bread of all time. Here he is, Foiled again. All right, thank you very much, Mike Carter. Mike Carter is actually going to get a chance to call Foiled again as he looks for his 104th career win. Chris Shaw is driving Foiled again, and As uh, track announcer Mike Carter here at Shenandoah is urging all the fans to take their cell phones out. And I'm going to tell you what, you're going to hear just an unbelievable roar of this crowd coming up here in just a few minutes. We are just a couple of minutes away from a start. As the horses move, no, they're still parading around. I imagine they're probably going to give fans a couple of more minutes to get their tickets. But, you know, let's take a look at this field. And if you look at this field, yes, Foiled again has 103 wins, and he towers this over this group with $7.6 million almost turned. But look at these win totals on these horses, Mike. He's got, he's got 44 wins. Highland Hellion's got 33. Best Dream Seeker's got 35. Be Blissful, who is an amazing fan favorite here at Shenandoah with Chuck Perry and Jimmy Virus, who are amazing fan favorites here in their own right, has 57 wins. So, you know, combined, this is a 300-win field. Yeah, it's just a super impressive field. Dean Weaver did a fantastic job putting this race together. And, Mike, the betting board shows it. Uh, two to five right now in foiled again. Two to one, though, on the four. The Blissful, the Shenandoah Downs favorite. Highland Hellion taking some money now at seven to one. All right, Mike. Once again, I know I asked you before, during the course of this program, but I asked you, as you've got seconds to uh, get ready to announce this race, you got anything planned? No. I'm just going to kind of let it fly and see what comes up. 
Anybody can be folded in here. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a wide open race, but uh, I think it's foiled again's race to win or lose. Yeah, very good analysis there, thanks. All right, here we go. Mike Carter getting set to announce foiled again as he looks for a win. Number 104, the Clarence Martin starting vehicle is moving into position. The $10,000 first as the foiled again farewell tour continues. Let's send it to Mike Carter. And behind the gate is Abe's Pace by invitation only. Go easy on me. Highland Hellion, Best Dream Seeker, Be Blissful, and foiled again to the outside. They make their way to the top of the They're all set. Race four. Here, tuning to the downs. They're picking up speed. Here they come. I'm in a great line. Highland Hellion come in between horses. Go easy on me. Is right there and into the mix there, too. Foiled again is on the outside. Parked out third. Go easy on me. Got away in fourth as they race up the back stretch for the first occasion. Here's going to go down. And it's Highland Hellion on top. Highland in the quarter. Foiled again is parked out here. So foiled again is parked to the first quarter as he's going to try to cross over and clear past the quarter. 27 and 4 for foiled again. So foiled again will cross over and clear past the quarter. Highland in the pocket, racing second. E. Blissful, the local fan favorite here at Shenandoah Downs, races in third. Then comes Go Easy on Me, and Best Dream Seeker is at the back. And it's the 14 year old, foiled again, who will bring him down in front of his fans for the first time. Foiled again is on top five, two lengths over Highland Hill, in the pocket second. Be blissful at the inside is third. Go easy on me, gapping from in fourth. Halftime 57 and two, a well rated breather for Foiled again. The screen seeker continues the trail as they race on the cutout turn for the final time. And it's Foiled again who has the lead, tipping to the outside now. Here comes the fan favorite, Be blissful. Up to engage Foiled again for the lead. And these two, as expected, are going to match strides as they race up the back stretch. Foiled again, a length to the good. So far, it's been off the pressure from Be blissful. Island Hellion is in the pocket, three quarters, 126 and three. And it's Foiled again who has the lead. Be blissful, still within the length of the lead on the outside. Island Hellion is at the inside third. And Foiled again is inching clear on the far turn. Eighth of a mile left to go. And Foiled again is opened up a length and three quarters as they turn for home. It's Foiled again who has the lead. Island Hellion up the inside. Be blissful on the outside. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Foiled again. Win number 104. 154 and three for Foiled again. Island Hellion was second. Be blissful and third. And there you have it. The Foiled Again Farewell Tour continues. A win, win number 104 in start 322 for Foiled Again, who gets the job done. Mike Carter is going to head down to the winner's circle. He is going to get winner's circle reaction and an interview with Chris Shaw. And as a matter of fact, we are going to go with Mike Carter because we want to make sure we want to make sure that we can hear this. We're going to get down to the winner's circle. And this is going to be amazing right here, guys. As we head down, we're on the racetrack right now. 
and look at this sold-out crowd. Obviously, you guys can't see it because it's an audio-only production, but this crowd is unbelievable. Foiled again, wins for the 104th time. And we're going to be right with Mike when he gets this interview. Mike, I'm going to be right with you when you get this interview. I'm going to be right with you when you get this interview so you can hear. So we can hear on our website here, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You are listening to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. And foiled again, is headed back in front of the grandstands. You are going to hear an unbelievable cheer here in just about 15 seconds. Listen to this crowd as Mike Carter introduces and announces the winner, foiled again, who is in front of this grandstand, this capacity crowd here at Shenandoah Downs. Chris Shaw, the winning drive. First time Chris has ever driven foiled again. As there's obviously going to be a lot of photo opportunities. But we're going to try to get right in behind Mike Carter. He's going to do the interview in-house with Chris Shaw. So when Chris comes around, we will have that interview for you right here at post time with Mike at Mike.com. Once again, foiled again, winning. How about the exact $31.60, the winning trifecta, $46.60, $3, the winning mutual for foiled again. He actually paid $3 in a field like this. That is actually quite amazing. Winner's circle picture right now. The connections are foiled again. Of course, trainer Ron Burke not here, but there it is. And once again, we're going to have an interview with Chris Shaw here in just a moment. And we're going to get right with Mike Carter here as he talks to Chris Shaw. Let's listen to that interview right now. Back it down a little bit and uh, kind of have things run away. He's a war horse. I mean, he says it all for himself, seven and a half million later. Well, listen, you've driven a lot of horses uh, throughout your career. You got to warm him up, and then you got to race him. What do you like? Cadillac. The best of the best. Top of the line. You got a gopher on top of your head. I'm sure that uh, we can't wait to see, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, looks and sounds like. Obviously, you've got a lot of wins, Chris, in your career. Where does this one stack up? That's top. Ladies and gentlemen, winning the We're here on the post time of Mike and Mike. I do have a question for you, though. Any anxious moments during that race at all? I mean, I noticed you were parked out that first quarter. I, I, I had faith in him. Uh, that's all I can say. I want to thank Ronnie Burke and the rest of his crew. Easy, buddy. All right, Chris Shaw gets the big round of applause. His foil begin picks up. Career win number 104. Congratulations once again to the connections. The farewell tour will continue for foiled again. Now, we did have some technical difficulties on the program a little earlier, so we're going to take probably about a five or ten minute break to reset things here. We will be back from Shenandoah Downs. We do have uh, some contest winners to give you as well. Plus, we're going to talk about some of the other races here at Shenandoah Downs, plus more interviews, etc. So when we come back, once again, we're going to reset things, and we're going to get back out of microphones. We had to kind of move around a little bit because we had to 
take the some of the equipment onto the racetrack to uh, interview Chris Shaw. So you're going to hear about five or ten minutes of that here. Then we'll be right back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Two. And I do believe we Yeah, it was. It was a great thing, uh, Mike, and uh, it was a lot of fun to call. I think I might have been a little too You know what? is actually going to call this race as they are parading to close now. It's a sealed up six here, Shenandoah down to field up condition pacers. Currently on the board at eight to five, number three, R and Nate. This is really this is an interesting field, guys. Um, I'm going to go with the one on Pringle and Goldstein. I think Mike, we're, we're discussing foiled against 50.3 mile. What an interesting effort. And uh, 
you know, they played, they tried to play hardball. Yeah, they certainly did. Chris Shaw was part of the first quarter of a mile, but he was able to get the job done. I mean, Chris, you know, listen, Chris said that this horse was push button, and he certainly was push button. You know, he's a war horse. He knows what he's doing out there. And yeah, this was this wasn't the toughest field for him again. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not get ourselves. But still, to do what he can do, to go 54 on a track like this for 14 years old is remarkable. When I, you should have, if you could have heard this crowd, if our microphone was you could have heard this crowd, and I said, Coiled again is getting away. As soon as I said that, you would have thought the roof was going to fly off the uh, grandstand. Yeah, yeah. I, and this, you know, this is harness racing in the first place. And just so you know, fans haven't gone anywhere. No. They're, they're here enjoying a beautiful they don't, they don't look like there's too many seats left in this house. Yeah. We, we've been talking about the three of them in 20 minutes. Not one person is budgeted to walk in this year. They're enjoying Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see if we apologize for our second visit for Kelsey. They're kind of in it. Those of you that don't know where Shenandoah Mountains is, we're kind of in a rural area a little bit. And, you know, internet doesn't uh, get along out here in a lot of cases. So. Listen, internet doesn't get along in your house. No, it doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Down, absolutely, so, not. absolutely not. But anyway, we're coming up on Let's talk a little bit about the six weeks. Yeah, let's do it. We've got a field of seven. What a great story. Samuel Miller, 84 years old, won here last Sunday at Shenandoah. That's another one of the stories. Yeah, it is. Uh, one in the major race here at Shenandoah in the 208. Uh, could have been a little bit tougher company. Like, uh, Check the train team and make sure we're back. Uh, yeah, we're back I think we're good. Um, you know, another horse field to take somebody is the three back. equipment on the one horse. Thank you. 
course, we talked about being Jewish. 11 and 1. Right now on the board. And Sammy Woman, 84 years old, is able to get the job done here on Sunday and he continues to race. Seems to drive the best of the She's in orbit. Number one is on its way back to the track. And right now, that is um, so We are going to sit on zero. I believe maybe a very light, very quickly. You, you must have used. You must have used the. Uh, you must have used the sand machine. Listen, I uh, did not use the sand machine, and I took your advice to avoid being shut out. I made my wager early. Wager your wager early. Yeah, you walked up there one minute, but I think everybody's <laughs> ready to go. They're they're dragging now to try to get some of the fans in. So uh, hats off to them for that. But I'm going to grab the in-house mic as we get set for race number. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. 
Again, the four prints of Broadway, the winner, and he closed into those fractures. They took a pretty torrid fraction uh, for trotters over this racetrack, right? They did. Yeah, absolutely. In two minutes and one minute. They did early, but boy, did they crawl home. Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, now, a 14-1 to at a normal track, of course, it seems $30. Maybe I'll get 35 or 40 because of, uh, you know. Well, well, here's the thing. At a normal track, the source don't grow up and drop anyway. No, not so at all. Are you buying dinner tonight, Yeah, I yeah, am, are you really? No. No shot. Not for you, anyway. But maybe, you know what? Maybe I will, since uh, you're being super nice. Back in front of the stands is the uh, four prints of Broadway. Here's my case. We're going to take a, a short time out. When we come back, we'll have more from Shenandoah Downs. We have Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. My Hoosier Park celebrates 25 years of champion racing. Catch the premier racing event, the $300,000 Dan Patch Stakes, on Friday, August 10th, and Cammy's Cause Music Festival, August 11th and 12th. Over the past 25 years, Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation. The action returns Friday, March 30th, with racing every Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 6.30 p.m. Join the revolution at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Visit 
fact, Farms yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. Be sure to check out our lineup to take advantage of opportunities in slot-enriched states. Our yearlings are eligible in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Ontario, and Pennsylvania. Our 2018 sales schedule kicks off in Goshen on September 9th, followed by Lexington October 2nd through the 6th, London October 13th to the 14th, Harrisburg November 5th to the 7th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 55. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the barn. All right, they are 11 minutes away from the seventh race. They're giving away These are horses that I talked about just a few minutes ago, and uh. The field of conditioned pacers and taking the early money now is the five. Ronnie Rocket currently at eight to five. Mike Bozich is giving away uh, some some foiled again gear behind us here. Let's give him some start fire rides as well. So this is a fun thing going on here at Chandler Down. We're going to remind the about the meet and greet. Again, ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder about the meet and greet with world champion Foiled again. The portable stall set up by the grandstand here at Shenandoah Downs. Some harness racing fan zone cards, collector's cards, make sure you join in. The fun and the action might be in Shenandoah Mike, I forgot to turn the mic off. And uh, in the meantime, we brought home a 15 to 1 long shot, my friend. Wow. And I'm buying dinner, apparently. Oh, well, I'm, I hope you're buying dinner. That would be nice. Something along those lines. <laughs> All right, here we go. Race six, one, two, three, four. Spring the Broadway gets Very accomplished. Oh, yeah. He gets the job done, finishing second one, number two. Three, four, five, that was quite a speed there. Listen, when, when Roger got away, Mike, I really thought the race was over. Especially after what happened a couple of races ago. Oh, 
obviously the source has been going up against yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Uh, you know, facing the open handicap company here, but Mike, I really like the price before Field of Joe. Field of Joe, uh, you know, a horse in the last race, Mike, Prince of Broadway came from Harris Philadelphia, led him with Scott. And I, and I looked at the final times, and guess what? It was a winner. So looking at the final times, uh, the race is between the four and the five. I think it's just potentially. Uh, Potentially strikes. I'm going to play four over five six. And, uh, yeah, real future. Spectacular night. And Father Patrick got a coast home a champion here. 
Breeders' Crown 2018 coming to the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Pitching up the rail, modern legend there, foiled again, dead game, clear vision laid on the outside, Pet Rock on the inside, photo finish, foiled again, Pet Rock together, run, 49 and 2. Okay, we're back here on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. Mike Carter getting ready to call this race. It's race number seven. It is a uh, condition affair. It's an optional claiming affair, $8,000 claiming Pacers field of six will do battle. And uh, let's see, right now the current favorite remains one to two, number five, Ronnie's Rocket. I do think that this horse... He is a little overwagered here. I mean, this horse did face the same competition last time, finished fourth. Actually, he's facing a little bit tougher. I mean, a little bit tougher, I think, on the classification scale, but I think in actual real life, this is actually a lot of a tougher group. Uh, I think that's horrifically undervalued right now, four to five on the board. Co nine to two is right now, number two, Jacob's Money, and number four, Fuel the Joe. Chief Robbins driving to Jacob's Money, and Jeremy Bobbitt driving for Fuel to Joe as the Clarence Martin starting vehicle moves into position for race number seven here at Shenandoah Downs. So we're set to go. Mike Carter is getting ready to don the in-house mic. And we're going to see if Ronnie's Rocket lives up to this 4-5 to five favoritism. Broadcasting live from Shenandoah Downs, Mike Bozich, Mike Carter. It's time to turn things over to the voice, one of the many voices of Shenandoah Downs, Mike Carter. The gate. It is post time for the seventh race. Gate is rolling. Looks like I might have a recall here. Yeah. Yeah, recall here. Not quite sure if it's broken equipment or what the deal is, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to try that approach again. Mutual windows remain open. And that is always a good thing. For those of you just joining our broadcast, we have had some technical difficulties throughout the course of the day. Still have some prizes to give away. We're going to be doing that right at the very end of this program. We're going to give everybody a chance to, everybody that has screenshotted their win in Catch Driver, the post time of Mike and Mike Stakes. We've got those names in a barrel. We're going to pull out three lucky winners. Two of them will win an autographed foiled again program from Harris, Philadelphia of his 100th win. It's autographed by Yannick Shingra's regular driver. And one lucky person will win a $25 Bet America wager. A win wager. I should say. So we're going to draw those three names probably in about 20 minutes or so. And it looks like the starting gate's moving back into position for race number seven here at Shenandoah. Beautiful day here at Shenandoah. Big crown for those of you that have never been here to Shenandoah Downs. Uh, This is just a 
a har- it has turned really into a harness racing hotbed. I mean, right now, you can't move. That's how many people have come out here to watch Foiled again. But uh, everybody that comes out here to Shenandoah Downs usually has a fantastic time. But it's harness racing at its purest form is, is what it is. And the betting pool's not bad. Not bad. Now, you have to remember that you can only wager on-site and at a couple of facilities in the state of Virginia. But all things considering, the fact that you can only wager in, in few facilities, it's pools are pretty good. Okay, they're all set for race seven. Back to the voice, one of the voices of Shenandoah Downs, Mike Carter. Here we go. And the Ralph Penn pacing the seven o'clock and then a great line. Ronnie's Rocket gets the first call from in between horses. They race on to the first turn. R.N. Nathan, Roger Hammer is going to test the pace early. Then comes Purple and Gold to the inside third. The gap of two back two. Jacob's money in fourth pitch towards the inside is Fuel to Joe. And on the outside is Real Future. They race to the opening quarter, and it's Ronnie's Rocket who has the lead by a length and a quarter. R.N. Nate takes up pocket position in second. It's two lengths further back to Purple and Gold third quarter time. 28 flat. They race to the far turn for the first time. In the top of the field is Ronnie's Rocket. Ronnie's Rocket on top by a length and a half over RN8 in second. And a quarter further back to Purple and Gold in third. Yet to make a move from fourth is Jacob's Money. Bobbitt will flip to the outside with Fuel to Joe as they come down in front of the stands. And the back marker catching on the cover is Real Future. So Ronnie's Rocket brings him to the half. 57 and 4. Ronnie's Rocket. On top, by a length and a quarter, R.N. sitting a comfortable pocket in second. Purple and gold at the inside is third. Jeremy Bobbitt on the outside, now within a half length of third with Jewel to Joe. Then at the inside is the Jacob Money, again, second over trip there for Real Future. But the top two so far have gotten away. Here comes Hammer with R.N. Nate up and after. Ronnie's Rockets, three quarters, 126-2. Back at the far turn. Ronnie's Rockets, still the one. On the outside is R.N. Nate. Fuel to Joe still trying at the inside. Then comes Real Future as they make their way to the top of the stretch. Heads are turned for home. R.N. Nate on the outside. R.N. Nate trying to get to Ronnie's Rocket. These two are slugging it out for the 16th to go. Ronnie's Rocket. R.N. Nate. They hit the line together. R.N. Nate from my angle to the right of the line. May have gotten up in the shadow of the wire. 154 and two. Well, Mike Carter, you're calling you're calling your angle now. <laughs> Number three, R N A. Thanks, Karen. Business, and I really thought that five Ronnie's Rocket was over, but in that situation, and R N A. was able to get the job done. Roger Hammer obviously is bringing his horses ready to go. Let's uh, bring that kid, one of the voices of Shenandoah Downs, Mike Carter, who is, uh, I'll tell you what, Mike, you're nailing it on the race calls today, by the way. Thanks, man. Did you like that cover, just in case, from my angle? From my angle to the right of the line. That's fantastic. Listen, my eyes won't deceive me. Yeah. I'll use that the next time I I miss a fourth-place horse at Ares, or a fifth-place horse with that (laughs) tennis jackpot I-5. I'll say to my angle. 154-2 154 and two, the final time. They're going some today, Mike. They're going yeah, good they're speed going, today. They're going some pretty big miles today. It's uh, pretty incredible, man. Yeah, yeah. RNA got the job done. You know, Mike, when you were uh, talking a little bit 
as they were going to the gate, we were talking about how I thought Ronnie's rocket was a little bit over, but they're at, at uh, what was it, three to five or something, and, and I think our That's innate, right. uh, I don't know what he ended up. There's a lot of late changes when you have, you know, not big pulls, but uh, we'll see what our innate goes off in. Let's see the crowd. And a real artist mayor, our artist, Red Pennsylvania by the owner, Roger Hammer, 33rd, lifetime win, 3rd of 2018, Tom Miles, 152. That was the 33rd career win for RN Nate as he pushes his earnings even further up that, uh, even further past $200,000. Third win of the season, seasonal earnings now just under $15,000. The race has been declared official. So we're going to play some music for you. You're going to play for the camera out here on the track. A lip. Ah, Uptown Funk. You know this one, Mike. Let me hide behind something while they do this. They're doing a lip sync challenge here at Shenandoah Downs. I guess they've been challenged by other tracks, and this is something that he's uh, actually started with. Uh, who did the first lip sync? Was it Sci- was it Sciota? With with, with uh, USTA, yes. Yeah. And this is something that you guys have kind of started from the harness yeah, racing fans. So. Yeah, we started this, and I'll tell you what, it's a lot of fun, you know? But, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to do their thing. And they are trying to uh, get some of the fans here. And uh, look at this crowd, Mike. Look at this crowd, Mike. This is unreal. This is actually happening at a harness racing track, Mike. People having fun at a harness racing track. Imagine that. This is is something. Mike, check out this woman about maybe three rows up. Short hair. Yep. Look, look at these. These guys are all having a blast here. Look, there's a young man in the flannel. There's people all over the place. This place is going nuts. This is really cool. Hey, face the camera, Mike. Oh, uh, no, I'm hiding. You're not getting you. You can go ahead, Mike. This is your guys' thing. I'm, 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 I've got an image to protect. Yeah, right. A real image. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is great. This is fun <laughs> at the old ballpark. Wow, that was quick. That was quick. Be on the Shenandoah Downs website later on. That's so, right. right. Well, you, I'm sure you're going to share it at the fan zone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll share it on the fan zone you know, page. And, uh, you yeah. know, maybe maybe on post time with Mike and Mike, maybe we could after more of these videos come out, maybe we could put a collection of videos on our together, website. and then people want to see which one's the best one. You know what? I smell another post time with Mike and Mike award. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Race eight. 11 minutes to post on. Just, just great fun here. Great fun. As Mike Carter takes care of the rundown and some business here at Shenandoah Downs. Race number seven is coming up. Exact the trifecta, 10 cents, superfecta wagering. A field of seven will do battle. You know, we're going to try to sneak in a real quick interview here at... Uh, we are? Yeah. It's uh, Tom. Tom, come here for a second. Come here. We're live on the air, Post Time Mike and Mike. I want to do a quick interview with you because I don't think the people that work their butts off behind the scenes get enough recognition. So <laughs> Tom Eshelman is one of the guys that makes this thing work here at Shenandoah Downs. 
what, what's your title and, and tell everybody what you what you do? Well, I'm the, the general manager with the Shenandoah County Fair here in Woodstock, Virginia. And uh, we're the ones that kind of recruited the Virginia Harness Horsemen to come here and race. And we're really glad to have them here. It's exciting times. And this is a boom, not only obviously for you guys. You guys get great, great crowds here at Shenandoah. But uh, this has got to be a boom for the local economy, I would think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have these horse, you have the horse folks coming in, not to mention just the ones that are here today to watch racing and to be here tomorrow. But then you also have the trainers, the jockeys, you have, you know, you have, or the drivers, excuse me, not the jockeys, but the owners, and they're all here, you know, they're, they're, they're helping out the hotels, they're helping out the, you know, the local diners, the local establishments, they're shopping in the grocery stores, even the campgrounds are pretty full, so it's great. Tell us a little bit about uh, what went behind, some of the behind-the-scenes work to actually get this thing going, get this meet started, and get harness racing here on a more permanent level at Shenandoah. Well, amazingly, what happens before they get here is that we put on a the Shenandoah County Fair about Oh, six days before they take possession of the ground. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of changeover that happens, a lot of cleaning up. If folks are, they visually can't see this, but right inside the infield of our track is our, is our motorsports track. And it's, uh, it's basically a mud bog ring right now, you know, so we have to deal with all that, getting things cleaned up, but then, you know, getting the, we have to convert the barns over to go from six foot stalls that handle sheep and goats and, and cattle to, you know, handling the horses that come in who require 10 foot stalls. And so there's a lot of just physical manual labor going on the six, seven days before they arrive here. Tom, tell us a little bit about the racetrack. Now, this was a racetrack that before a f- just a few short years ago that you could only go five across. Now you could actually start eight horses across. And from what I have heard from horsemen, it is one of the finest racetrack services in the country. We're very, very proud of it. I mean, it was an incredible endeavor. Would have never happened without the input of the Virginia Equine Alliance. I can't say enough about that. Um, They're the ones that made it happen. We just kind of lured them here. We were a track that wanted the horse racing here. I mean, it was a big desire for us. Our track went from 48 feet, in some places 43 feet wide, to over 90 feet wide. Uh, We now have banked turns. Obviously, we gave up a lot of infrastructure in the infield that was existing, but it was old infrastructure, so it was time for it to go anyway. So in a partnership with the Alliance, you know, we, we installed all of our electric cabling, our conduit, and everything. There's three miles worth of conduit under the grounds out there in the infield, and all before it was above on, on poles. So a lot of planning went into it. We're excited to have it here. We wish we could use it all year long, but unfortunately, they only race for about six weekends out of the year. Well, Tom, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us, buddy. And listen, thanks for all you that you set us up in a great spot here. This is probably one of the best broadcast locations we've had, and we've done a lot of these things throughout racetracks across the country. So we appreciate that. Well, and that's great. You'll get the bill later on. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, all right. That was, yeah. Send it to him, Mike Carter. C-A-R-T-E-R. All right, that was Tom Eschel. But uh, what a great guy Tom is. And, you know, he set us up at this beautiful broadcast location. And uh, I'll tell you what, he is one of the guys that makes this thing click. Yeah, you know, it, it, there, there's a lot of moving parts in things like this, Mike. And, uh, you know, these guys, they do a heck of a job. They're a small organization trying to make the best of what they got. And I'll tell you what, you talk about all hands on deck, they really are doing a heck of a job. All right, Mike, we got, uh, do we have time for a timeout? I know they're going to be parading here momentarily. No, I don't have no computer. This computer, as a matter of fact, the next time the horses come by, I'm going to throw this computer out on the, the tractor. <laughs>
Okay. I got the co- I got the commercial, but go ahead. All right. Well, I'll get the commercial. I'll try to bring the studio up. When we come back, we'll have more on Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Better Mode. Looking to bet on great racing from around the country and around the world? There's no better place than BetAmerica.com. But there's also no better time to join because right now we're offering a 100% sign-up bonus up to $100 on your first deposit. Simply open a new account at BetAmerica, make your first deposit, and we'll add your bonus immediately. It's that easy. Sign up today at BetAmerica.com. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check with the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. All right, we're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike throws it along with Mike Carter. Is uh, Mike's doing the post parade for race number eight? Field of seven will do battle. Let's take a look at the field. Frisky Jewels from post number one. Hello, Nathan Shaw, Jason Shaw, Chris Shaw, who always brings his stable from the battles to compete here at Woodstock, or he's done the last few seasons anyway. Who had the winning drive on foiled again earlier is in the bike on one for a schedule. Two dancers fancy on by Vicky Field sticker and Andrew Hiley. Rick Bertrand Chuck Jr.'s bike dancers fancy horse from running aces made her little debut in the start and really had a bad job on he was the whole mile right at the top of the stretch for the sixth. Three artist ruffles on by Vicky Lynn Fair and trainer driver Roger Hammer. We've talked about how Roger Hammer's brought all of his stock ready here or has him ready this week. He's got two wins. Probably should have had three wins on the program if he didn't get caught up in that crazy speed duel starting for post three. Four-time O'Vortex, Corey Braden bringing his stock from Tioga Downs. A victory last time here at Shenandoah in 59-3. and three. Looks for his second straight win. Five Vegas bomb on by Mark Wright. Roger Plant Jr. drives. Roger Plant Jr. is looking for the second win of the program. He's made all 18 starts here as a three-year-old, winning two of them. A good closing third place finish despite being shuffled last time out against similar Six Fort L said, and Mike, this is kind of an interesting horse. Fort L said, right now you're getting seven to one on Fort L said, and Lemonade Shine and Kofifi came back to finish one two with Kofifi winning that particular race, Mike. So that says something for Fort L said, and I'm gonna tell you what, he was a pretty strong winner last week. You know, seven to one. Uh, I might have to run uh, run back to the window here. Uh, you're getting some pretty good value. That is great value on that horse. Seven to five on the two right now. Uh, I think the two's being uh, a little bit overbet here. Yeah. Although, I, although, Mike, maybe not because the two was parked a mile two straight weeks back to back. Maybe people are throwing those races out. Well, here's the question: Are, are you going to wager? Okay. Yeah, okay. Hold on. We're going to get a bet here on Ford L Sud, guys. I'm sorry. I don't usually like to do that but there you go what do you want? just put them to win play play whatever i give you to win yeah there you go one of the things that you have to realize when you're wagering in a race like this is you have to be mindful of the size of the pools 
you don't want to get to a point to where you bet against yourself. And I feel that although the pools are pretty decent here at Shenandoah, with all things considering, I don't know if you want to really go up there and bet 20 or 30 or $40 to win on a horse. That might be betting against yourself. But I'll tell you what, 7-1, to one, odds on 6-4, they'll say that's, that's unbelievable in my opinion. That is just unbelievable. Number seven is Illuminati Hanover. Jamal Denson drives and trains. Pardons with Nikita Montgomery. A good uncovered trip last time. Finished fourth to Timo Vortex, one of several horses coming out of that Timo Vortex field. And that wasn't a very fast race, 159 and three. I mean, the race that Fort El said came out of was certainly a lot faster than, than the race, uh, the Timo Vortex race. But Illuminati Hanover may have had the toughest trip of them all. That was a pretty big middle move last time. Closed 30 seconds, two minutes and one. And right now, this one is eight to one on the board. What are we, three minutes away from a start? And three to two right now on two. Dancers Fancy continues to be the favorite for Chuck Perry. And she had a very tough trip last time, too. She was out of that time of Vortex race. She was parked a mile. She broke at the top of the stretch. I don't think she was going to win anyway, so I don't think the break affected much. But uh, she was in that Minnesota four-year-old and up uh, $20,000 stakes race at running aces back on 9-15. Never got involved from post nine with the trainer, Rick Bertrand, in the bike. Uh, Mike Carter is back. Is that a free thing? Uh, Just, up right now. Yeah. Somebody asking for a race Hope yeah. they bet it. Hope they bet your six horse. Six to is that eight to one or is that eight to one? No, it's six to one. Okay. Still, it's still good value, man. It Listen, is. It is very good value. Fourteen dollar horse. If if he brings to the dance what he brought last week, he won't lose. I'm telling you right now, he will not lose. This I better race. go cash my two dollar ticket in then. See if they'll just text him. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you bet him to show. Are you calling? You are calling this race, by the way. I am calling this race, but I took your your six and I put two dollars of mine and put it with it. So we'll see if we can get some money uh, on that's here. That's bad luck when you do that. Well, what do you want me to do? You got to go. You got to make tickets. them separate weight. Absolutely. Well, guess what? Your six dollars is good as gone. Yeah, absolutely. All right, they're uh, getting ready. Uh, and now the wagering board has opened up a little bit. Coat two to ones on two dances, fancy and three artist ruffles. Artist ruffles actually the three to two morning line favorite. Trainer driver Roger Hammer has been hot today. He should have won three. He's won two races on the card, uh, and all of his stock has been super, super ready, Mike. Super form for you today. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that statement, Mike. Uh, all of Roger's horses uh, have been super formful. He, you know what? He, he he did really well when he raced in Virginia anyway. We all remember vivid photo in a couple of his 150 miles out here. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, Roger loves the Virginia Virginia area, so mm-hmm. glad to see him out here. And oh, Mike, yeah. you know, you know, and we we talk about everything about Shenandoah. The one thing we haven't talked about yet, like, is this view over the far turn, second only to Del Mar. It's if beautiful. you ask me, it's a gorgeous view over the far turn. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It is. Uh, it, it's just one. This is a wonderful area, yeah. and this is an area, Mike. That and, and and you. When did you start here at the fair? I mean, how many years ago? Probably six years ago, give or take. This area in six years, I would imagine. I'm just going to take a guess. But this area has built up quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with that statement. Uh, they've had to. They've had to adjust to the new and incoming, uh, you know, new and incoming stuff. And you've got fast food row out here. Any kind of fast food you want is right out here. But we're not doing fast food after the races. Not, no, 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 no. I'm not letting you off that cheap, buddy. You got the wallet out. I'm not letting you off that cheap. <laughs> he goes right to the in-house bike. Race number eight coming up from Shenandoah Field of 7. Our pick is number six, Fort El Sed. 
three to two uh, morning line favorite on three artists. Rubble, they took the odds down. He was co two to one with two dancers. Fancy after this race, we're going to be doing our prize drawing, so you're not going to want to miss that. As we are going to be drawing for two foiled again autographed programs from his 100th win at Harris Philadelphia and a twenty-five dollar Bet America wager. So you're certainly not going to want to miss that. You have to be listening to win. So we'll be doing that after this race. Right now, let's send it to Mike Carter with the call of race eight from Shenandoah Downs in Woodstock, Virginia. And they're off and uh, pacing several levers from in between them. Artist Ruffles out in the way for the lead. Vegas Bomb from in between them shows speed. Fortel said to the outside as they race onto the first turn. And Fortel said is caught to three wide. In between them is... Artist Ruffles and the uh, six Fortel said was rough gated going up the back stretch. So taking over the top spot is Artist Ruffles. Artist That's exactly what happened last week, by the way. Outside is Fortel said past the quarter in 28 seconds flat, and Fortel said is parked out. Christy Jules at the inside races third. That's the length and a half for the back two. Dancers fancy from fourth. Hit towards the inside is Time of Vortex, three back now to Illuminati, hit over, and the back marker is Vegas Bomb as they come down in front of the stands. Artist Ruffles on top by a length and a quarter. In the pocket is Frisky and Jules in second as they pass the Jenks Bozich. Dancers fancy at the inside race is next. Outside is Fortel said, and some Time of Vortex a half. 55 and four demanding seconds for Artist Ruffles. Artist Ruffles is on top by a length and three quarters for Ski Jules. Racing front and second, but got stacked up there a little bit around the turn. Dancers uh, fancy, and now we'll flip to the outside from third. Second over fourth is Timo Vortex. Then comes Fortel said, who's going to have to make up about uh, 12 or so lengths. Three quarters, one, 24 and one, and it's Artist Ruffles. Artist Ruffles has opened up a, a five-length lead with a little bit more than eight to go. Dancers fancy races second, then comes Timo Vortex in third. Artist Ruffles will turn for home with the lead. Artist Ruffles is battling the teletimer here as they turn for home, has opened up a six-length lead, and it's Artist Ruffles down to the line to win it in 153 and four. Timo Vortex. Well, I'll tell you what, this has got to be we, We've worked each other into race calls today <laughs> And it's not over yet Wait till you hear my next race call, Donna We're going to get you back But uh, You won't say the other letter <laughs> He had to mute the mic for a second I don't know what he really said But uh, Roger Hammer's not letting anybody go today And listen, when you got a horse that can go 53 and 4 You don't let anybody go Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Foiled again is now in the temporary stall by the grandstand. If you have yet to meet world champion Foiled again, make sure you stop by and see him. All right. Well, that was a very important announcement. Foiled again is heading back. Uh, and look at the people getting ready to check out Foiled again. He's in a temporary stall located in the back of the grandstand. Well, number three, Artist Ruffles got the job done. Foiled gelding by real artist of the Western Hanover Mayor Fast Ruffles. Owned by uh, Vicky Lynn Fair and trainer driver Roger Hammer, 153 and four. That's uh, it's actually faster than what Foiled again went. It's quite a mile. Roger Hammer's brought he 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 brought it today. Roger Hammer and Vicky Fair. Roger Hammer trains a driving triple for Roger Hammer. 
for your old bay gelding by real artist in Western Hanover Mayor Fast for Ruffles from Pennsylvania by Fashion Farms LLC. Ladies and gentlemen, Roger Hammer, for those who don't remember, from 2006. He was the trainer and driver of Hamiltonian champion, Vivid Photo. Welcome, Roger Hammer, back to Shenandoah. I'm like pulling out the stats and statistics. Trying to be Hollywood Hayden right there with the uh, 2006 vivid photo reference for Roger Hammer, who has hit the uh, the winner's circle, so to speak, for the third time this afternoon. So congratulations to just, Roger Hammer. Just call me the Hex. Yeah, okay. I got some other things when, I'd like that, to call when you. That, when that horse got parked out, I felt the nudge. Don't don't listen. Don't even act like it didn't happen. Did, did you did you see your your two bucks going out the window, but dime by dime? Yeah. Do the prices, will you? You can't even see that far. All right. Artist Ruffles wins it. The exact it was $40.40. Trifecta, $304.60. Superfecta return, $9.67 for a dime. Okay, let's uh, let's draw some winners here, and we'll kind of wrap this thing up here. We certainly appreciate everybody joining us. Did have a few technical snafus here today on this remote, but... Uh, Nonetheless, we had a fantastic time, and we certainly appreciate your patience and hanging with us here today on Post Time with Mike and Mike. And uh, let's reward you, because we are now going to do some drawings for not only a $25 win bet through our good folks and sponsors at BetAmerica.com, but we are also going to draw for two Foiled Again autographed programs, Bionic Chingrana's 100th win that milestone win back at Harris, Philadelphia. So the first winner for a foiled again program is Jay McHarris. I think that's Jay McHarris. Jay McHarris, send us a Facebook message or a Twitter message to acclaim your prize. The second winner is Brendan O'Brien. Brendan O'Brien, you've won a foiled again autographed program from Yannick Shingra, 100th win at Harris, Philadelphia, sure to be a collector's item. So congratulations, Brendan O'Brien. Once again, send us a Facebook message, a Twitter message, get a hold of us on social media, post on our wall, do whatever you have to do to let us know that you heard this. And now for the $25 Bet America win wager, you could use that whenever you want. All you have to do is just get a hold of me and I'll make that wager for you. Screenshot it. And if you win, I'll send you the dough. Jim Roman. Jim Roman, you are the winner of a $25 Bet America win wager. Once again, send us a Facebook message, send us uh, a Twitter message, post on our wall, do whatever you got to do to let us know that uh, you're alive, and we'll make sure you get that $25 win wager. Whoever you want, whoever you want, we'll do that through our sponsor at Bet America. Let's bring in Mike Carter one final time. Mike, we, uh, we had a couple of technical snafus today, but you know what? It was still a great day here. And Foiled Again did not disappoint as he put on a great show. And we've seen some great races here today besides. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. we got a couple of races left to go. And uh, I don't know about you, my friend, but I'm ready for a cold one. A cold one? Cold pop? Yeah, cold pop. That's right, exactly what I'm waiting yeah, for. Yeah, you didn't leave your wallet at home this time, did no, you? No, I didn't. I've got it with me. Uh, yeah, Mr. Okay. Remy uh, is coming down to see me. So. Oh, okay. All right. We. Okay, so I guess he had a claim. So Jack's going to... Uh, talk a little bit to Mike Carter about that. Well, we certainly appreciate everybody joining us here on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Once again, we'll see you Thursday with the first post of 10.30 a.m. Good night, everybody.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.